Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app at Sirius XM Channel 80. Before we get to four downs, gentlemen, Hembo from Get Up tweeted this. Ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Yes. Odell Beckham Jr., who at the start of his career, recall, those first whatever it was, 30-something games, was on a Randy Moss-like trajectory. When you look at, you know, receptions, yards, touchdowns, it was the beginning of a career like a Randy Moss-type career. Ages 27 to 29, Odell Beckham Jr., from 2019 to 2021 with Cleveland, 3.9 receptions per game, Mm -hmm. 54.7 receiving yards per game, and seven receiving touchdowns, okay, for the season. That was on average ages 27 to 29 with Cleveland. Randy Moss, beginning of their careers were similar. Here's a part of their career. Ages 28 to 29, same kind of you know, age, although not age 27. 2005 to 2006 with Oakland. 3.5 receptions per game, Odell 3.9. 53.7 receiving yards per game, Odell 54.7. 11 receiving touchdowns. He's a little taller than Odell. But, but, but a lot the, taller. Yeah, but the point is, the question is this. Beginning of their careers, very similar. Down po- portion in a spot that's not good for them, very similar. Can Odell have the same resurgence wherever he ends up that Randy Moss had in New England? Key? See, Moss was never hurt, though. So let's factor the injuries into it. Randy never... Randy never had any injuries where he was missing time and doing all that. He just was in a bad organization with the Raiders at the time in Oakland. They were just garbage. Um, they were so bad, though, Key, at the time. It was like, Randy Moss is going to challenge Jerry Rice for the GOAT. Nah. And then it, during those Oakland years, it was like, I guess that's over. Yeah. Like, and, then, and, then and then he had to rebuild And then it. Belichick picked him up, and then the rest was history. Yeah, And so it could happen in the right situation – Remember, Randy Moss went to the New England Patriots as the one. He didn't go to the Los Angeles Rams as the four. Very good point. That's that's a difference there. Got to if you're talking about based on the value to the team and statistics, Moss picked the right spot. Odell's got to pick the right spot. Maybe the Patriots. And he's got to stay healthy. Maybe the Patriots as a one. Maybe to the Patriots as a one. I'd rather go to the Raiders as a one. Yeah, me too. Okay, though. Raiders. I'd rather, I'd, go, I'd rather Raiders. go to a team for real. that I know is going to compete right now, and I will be the primary target. And that's not taking anything away from the genius of Bill Belichick. I just think the Raiders are in this really unique position with the year that they've had that they need an infusion of energy, and he could bring that to the you table. You could already see the 30 for 30 years from now about how then he went and it all caught fire. It was great. And but what his, an but you got to yeah. think about what what makes me go. What makes me go? Me. You've known, makes, me. You've known me for several years. What makes me go? Uh, you like USC football? Oh, me being me without you trying to bottle me up. Allow me to be me. Don't mm-hmm. try to turn me into something that I'm not. If you go to the New England Patriots, OBJ be can't be himself. Right. You want him to be himself. You go to Oakland, he fits that. that dude, Oakland. Vegas. I'm Vegas. Vegas. Can, Vegas. And Vegas is right me. by well, LA. You gotta, I got to be. Place. You can't let be me. having him bottled up. Yeah. You got to let him just be let me himself. Ask who is OBJ right now? Like, who, who is he? Like, are we talking about the version that was with the Giants? Or are we talking about the version that's gone through a lot of stuff? And I think that's a major question for OBJ to find out. 
Like, the only King, like, things, secure, like, you know who you always been, but it feels like he's gone through these dips injury-wise. The nah, only thing is with him is his injuries. That's yeah. it. Okay. His personality is still his personality. He's still got all that, you know? Right. So for him to fulfill the career promise and everything and maybe win and be close to L.A. where he has a place, Vegas makes a lot of sense, and play with a good quarterback and all that stuff and a good coach. The Rams make a lot of sense, but he's not a number one option. The Patriots maybe make a little less sense. The Browns will be without Odell Beckham Jr. this Sunday. That we know. The Cowboys will have Dak Prescott. And with that, let's get to four downs, guys. This is Four Downs. Four Downs is brought to you by Geico. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Go to geico.com today. Number one. Broncos at Cowboys. You know, this is an interesting game right here. When you think about it, the Cowboys are just doing a tremendous job. They won six straight games in a row. Second longest active streak in the NFL behind the Packers with seven. And their longest since an 11-game win streak back in 2016. Dak Prescott back in the lineup, three pass TDs in four straight games. Longest streak in Cowboy history. Last player with five straight three TD passes. Andrew Luck in 2018, and that was not with the Cowboys. That was with Indianapolis Colts, and that was eight. Saying the return of Dak in this ball game, I mean, getting a chance to see him with this high-octane offense, where they can go, the Broncos obviously losing Von Miller. I think we're going to continue to see the Cowboys ascend in the right direction. The Broncos are sellers at this point yeah. of year. The Cowboys are getting certain guys healthy. Dak, that, that's easy enough. Cowboys over Broncos. Um, second down, Hike. rounds. Hey, Bengals. Hey, hey. Browns at Bengals. No sound. Oh, no sound? No. Oh, Browns okay, okay. The Browns. I'm taking the Browns at four and four so far, and they're going to fight through this. I know the Bengals are sitting at five and three and really pretty, but they had a nasty loss against the New York Jets a week ago, but the Browns are trying to figure it out. Baker Mayfield has to step up. OBJ will not be in the lineup. He's got to lean heavily on Jarvis Landry as well as Chubb in the backfield, and I think they can do this. When you talk about getting things done a certain way, Joe Burrow has been getting it done. Three straight games with three TD passes, tied for longest streak in franchise history. Carson Palmer was the other guy that did it back in 2006, along with Andy Dalton in 2013. But this is big for Baker Mayfield. He has to prove to the rest of the world that he is the guy that can lead this team deep into the playoffs. I would never thought by week eight, week nine, we'd be talking about the Bengals having a better record than the Browns at the beginning of the year, but this is where we are. Almost making you wonder, like, do the, do the Browns want to be the, the franchise that the Bengals are right now instead of it's always been the other way around, right, for the last couple of years? I, look, I, I just think when it comes down to it, Joe Burrow, I think they're going to defend home. They're going to defend home field. I should think that, but I just feel like the Browns, when healthy, are a great roster and Baker's going to be so motivated as they get healthier. I think they squeak it out on the road okay. with a motivated Baker. We'll see third down third down. Oh, now we got sound Packers at chiefs key. Somebody yeah. missed the field goal on this one. Yeah. Packers <laughs> at chiefs, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not in the lineup. Well documented, but when you talk about the Kansas city chiefs at home, Patrick Mahomes has 10 interceptions on the season, most of the NFL. I'm not worried about that. This is Jordan Love's, Jordan Love's first opportunity to start as an NFL quarterback. Going into Arrowhead Stadium, no matter what that defense is like, it's going to be tough. Although he has some weapons at his disposal when you talk about guys that in the lineup for him and Devontae Adams and Alan Lazar, along with Randall Cobb and Aaron Jones in the backfield, they can make some hay and take advantage at times 
of a blitzing defense with Spagnola calling the defensive plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. But they got that dude on the other side in Patrick Mahomes. It can be a tough one. Let's see what happens. I'm taking Kansas City in this one. I know they always say winning on the road is tough, but if you're Jordan Love, you couldn't ask for a better opportunity. Kansas City's defense, you just saw what the Giants were able to do. Uh, the Chiefs you know, snuck out a win there at home, but the Chiefs are not invincible. I mean, it, it's, it's where they are right now. With all your weapons coming back, Lazard, Valdez, Scantlin, you got Devontae Adams, you have all Aaron Jones, the run game, all the pieces are there. It's got to be disciplined and know who you are. I just felt like the Chiefs were going to win this week even if they had to face Rodgers. Like, Mahomes and company can't be more motivated. They have to correct mistakes. Um, they can, you know, they're going to have to start running the ball when it's given to them. I like the Chiefs here, especially with Jordan Love making his debut this year. So I'm not the point favorite. Seven, fourth, fourth. fourth down. Hey! Fourth down. Rams at Titans. Sunday night football game, the Rams and the Titans – this is going to be interesting. The Titans traveling to the Rams. The Rams are on fire right now. We know what they have on the offensive side of the ball. They just picked up Von Miller on the defensive side. He'll be inserted into the lineup along with Aaron Donald and Floyd on the defensive side for them. Jalen Ramsey, lockdown corner. You take A.J. Brown. I'll handle the rest. Julio Jones has missed some time in week eight. He missed with hamstring. Three straight games with three or fewer receptions. One shy of matching his longest streak of his career. He has to stay healthy to give them an opportunity to, you know, try and win the division. The Indianapolis coach is right there. With all that said, though, I'm taking the Rams in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams, too. Interesting point. We talk a lot about Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford. You're going to start hearing that name a lot more. I mean, you said it, Max. 22 pass uh, passing touchdowns this season are tied for the most by any player throughout their first eight games with the team. He's 22 touchdowns against only four interceptions. He's leading the league in QBR. Brady is second by a lot. Like the difference between him and Brady is like Brady and the number eight or nine guy. He's leading the league by a lot in QBR. And uh, look, the Rams are at home. The Titans don't have their running back. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup and company all day, all day on this one. All right. Um, We talked about the Dallas Cowboys guys. They're going to have their quarterback on Sunday. Here's Dak Prescott on how he feels. I feel good. I mean, out there, I'm not thinking about the leg. I'm not thinking about anything, just going through the game plan and preparing myself. Obviously, I had two weeks to, to do a lot of rehab and recover, um, get everything that I needed to, the different modalities, and I feel good. Had two, uh, two great days of practice and looking forward to Sunday. Safe to say you're a player. Safe to say. Okay. All right, modalities. modalities. Okay. What, what is he referring to there? Different I don't know. I'm modalities. asking you. <laughs> different modalities, but he must, ha- he must be using that. Uh, that comes that comes from somewhere. <laughs> I'm glad to see him back in the lineup. I'm glad to see that he's gonna play. You know, I get up early on the Denver Broncos, do what you need to do and get him out of the game and get him rested up. <laughs> don't take any chances. There's no Von Miller there, so you don't have to worry about that side of anybody coming off the edge. And and when you look at it, I'm thinking that the Cowboys will run away with this game pretty good. And if that's the case, go ahead and let's see some more Cooper Rush. Yeah, um, so Evan got us a, a definition. I, I, I'm aware of the definition of modality. Yes, I know how it was applicable there. Wait, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, okay, so well, the, the de- dictionary definition is a particular mode in which something exists or is experienced or expressed. But different modalities, I guess, I guess in Dak's, like, preparation, he thinks, he thinks of it. He was it sounds like he's different. talking to a sports psychologist or something. 
I don't know. I don't know what he was saying. I don't know. Different I wasn't. Even, I wasn't even about like to was try ready. to. I wasn't getting ready to even try to dissect it and break it all the way down. <laughs> you said uh, Max and I caught eyes. I'm like, how is that? Is that? Yeah. Is that used properly? <laughs> it might be used properly. I, I, I don't. I don't know. That's all I was a, asking. I, let's get an English major on the line. <laughs> Got a guy from Columbia. Keyshawn that J. Will and Max. He's an English major. Got a guy from Duke. I, yeah, I was hell? a history major. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented finance. by Progressive Insurance. If your pet passenger is injured in a car accident, get help paying for vet expenses. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Get a quote at Progressive.com. All right. Um, there's I don't know, you know, no way, no easy way to transition to the big stories that touch on important issues off the field. Um, so let's just get into the big story in the NBA. Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver is accused of overseeing an organization many employees have described as toxic and sometimes hostile. A report from ESPN's Baxter Holmes reveals. Baxter interviewed more than 70 former and current Suns employees who have been part of the team throughout Sarver's 17-year tenure. According to the report, Sarver has used racially insensitive and lewd language repeatedly in the office and displayed conduct employees recount as inappropriate and misogynistic. Multiple current and former employees also told ESPN about conduct by other members of the Suns' leadership team they felt contributed to the work environment. While none said Sarver was involved in those incidents, many felt that Sarver's own conduct contributed to a culture that affected how some other managers within the organization treated their employees. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, this, this whole situation is is just bizarre in itself. I mean, you know, it's so wild that we continue to keep seeing organizations in all leagues have to go through some similar type things. Um, You know, you just, I always, it's so, it's fascinating to me because having done the research on on my recent book, I, I learned a lot about how you even get to, this sort of place where it starts at. It's just, it's just wild to me. And, uh-huh. and the funny thing about the, our next, our next guest in Quentin Richardson, who's joining us play for the Suns back in 2004. Now he joins us on our, uh, on our show. Good morning, Q. What's going on, Q? How y'all doing? What's up, Q? What's happening, man? I, you okay. know what's so, so wild about this? Not only did you play for the Suns, you played for the damn Clippers too. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I know that's so wild. And in, in at, at a time when Donald Sterling was the owner, we all know what happened with the Donald Sterling situation. Thereafter, it's, right. it's just pretty wild that he's in the you're in the same company as Chris Paul, which is pretty amazing to me. Uh, how should the NBA handle the allegations against Robert Solver in uh, the Phoenix Suns organization? Um, obviously, I mean, this is this is something that's, you know, disappointing to see and obviously still still is a, a, is going on and alive and well, like you said, uh, in, in across leagues, you know, various leagues and various teams, and it's happening. And you can't, you know, you can't be naive enough to think that these are isolated situations. This is this is a culture that, that, that obviously exists. It, it's very sad and that's very disappointing, but but yeah, I mean, I think the NBA should, you know, do its due diligence, you know, find all of the facts, and if if, if this is real, you know, I mean, obviously he needs to get the same treatment that Donald Sterling received. Uh, Quentin Richardson, 
Quentin Richardson here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. You know, we were talking about this. I mean, this is something people talk about on camera and Mike and off um, Quentin, but, you know, and Key was making the point off, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it today, that Donald Sterling, there was a, re- a recording, right? Yeah. There was a recording. In Correct. this case, yeah. it's not just he said, she said. It's he said on the one hand, and then he said, and she said, and he said, and she said, and he said, and she So, so there right. is, you know, the public court of public opinion, but we don't have the smoking gun. Yeah, but you know how I go, Q and J and, and Max. You don't have to have the smoking gun necessarily because when they start really diving into it and doing their investigation and connecting dots, they'll start coming up with information we don't know. And hell, it might be emails. So, there might be all sorts of stuff. So my question for you, uh, Quentin Richardson, is like, at what level does, does he need to be forced to sell the team? Like, what needs to happen, do you think, where they'd be like, uh, we got to get rid of this guy? I mean, if you have enough people, like, you know, you have Earl Watson on a, on a record saying things, who was a coach there and who's a former player and an African-American. If those things can be found to be true, I mean, I know, like you said, Key, it's tough that we don't have the recording, but if it's enough people, you know, with the he say, she say thing, and if, if it's enough people that, that are credible coming up and saying these things, I think something has to be done because it, something has to be said. I mean, Earl Watson... I know him. He, he's a credible person. He, he's not somebody who lies and does, you know, he has a good character about him. And I, I believe him in, in what he says. So, I mean, you know, you see these different people, the Ryan McDonough come out. I saw him with a, with a, with a statement released yesterday and things. So, I mean, the, the thing that's, that's, that's funny to me, like, I, I was, I, obviously I was only there for 04 and 05, and I was on, only spent one season, which is, I believe, his first year or second year being there. So, I didn't really have a whole, whole lot. We had a big party at his house when I, you know, when I first get into the season and things like that. But I, I wasn't really privileged to be around him enough. And, and he hadn't really got, you know, that tight in being around the team yet either because it was early in his tenure. So he hadn't got as close as he had gotten, you know, in the recent years with the team and stuff. So I don't really know him a whole lot. Q, I was going to ask you a, a real question that I would ask you and Key at the barbershop. When I talked to multiple people last night and they said that he used the N-I-G-G-E-R word around them loosely, either referencing what players said or just saying things in a joking-like manner, how would you react to that if you heard that? Nah. Come on, Jay. Nah. That's what what I'm asking you. Nobody. No. No. There is nobody I've ever been around who isn't a black African-American who's ever used that word around me and it's been okay. Literally. I've gotten physical over use of that word around me by the wrong people, so that never happens around me, and it would that's absolutely a, a no fly zone, no way, shape, form, or fashion. If you're not one of us, you're not doing that. So, Q, this proves exactly my point because I've known Earl too. I've known you since the beginning days of us going to college. Like we've always been straight up and real about what we go through and how we navigate this world. But if that's been the case, even if it's not blatant racism. Just the subconscious ability to just use that and, and the easiness of it, like that perpetuate the power structure that's in place here. Like that, that is a form of racism to itself. Like that requires you to be gone if that's the case. Absolutely. I mean, that's why, that's why I am the way I am about, about that word. Like it, it's, no, it's no wiggle room because if you, if you let that slip, you know, it's just going to become, it's going to get worse and worse. That's why I don't, I don't, I try not to use that word. And I definitely don't allow anybody who, who who's not of African American like we are. They they no way they can say that around me ever. You know, and I've always been like that. It, in reading the story, in 
kind of understanding the story and things of that nature and diving in it, it's not even all about that word or, or any of those sort of things. He's got so much of the bad stuff in his behavior. Uh, he owns the, the, the Phoenix Mercury. He's, right. uh, you know, so when you look at that, and you saying to yourself, it's like, well, wait a minute, man, you got issues with women too. But see, I don't, I, I just don't want to say that though because that gives off, and you're not doing it, Key, but that gives off like somebody implying that, like, well, there's all these other things too. As saying, if if it was just that, that wouldn't be enough. What I'm trying to tell you is, just that is enough oh, to me. Of course, when 75 percent of the league is black. No, it is. But it the, is, it is just enough. One is, I, I one is it is enough, but let's not forget about the other, other stuff. stuff. Yeah, I, I would say this. I want to put cro- the icing on the cake fair, now. Fair. I, I want no dry-ass cake. One is crossing a line. <laughs> but crossing that line does not actually give you necessarily a view into a, what's in someone's heart, right? Yeah. But a report that details from 70 different witnesses, there's this instance and this is it, means that now you can contextualize crossing that line in a larger context where he seems to be a habitual line stepper. Everything. I only yeah. need one line crossed. Right. Like, I don't need multiple lines crossed. I hear what you're saying. It yeah. provides right. a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need one line crossed, and that's enough. We're in 2021, y'all. Mm-hmm. But it just goes like, you know, to show you. Everything we've been doing the past couple of years. But it just goes to show you what type of individual we're dealing with. There you go. That's, that's the only thing that I'm saying. When you, when you own a, 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 a team in the WNBA and you're saying the things that you said, it, allegedly, that's problematic on top of using words because you feel comfortable based on – you're claiming you heard another player say it, so you feel obligated and you feel entitled, not even obligated, entitled to be able to use it. And like Q Richardson, who's joining us on the uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Max show, former NBA player with the Suns as well as the Clippers, ironically, being <laughs> pulled into Did this. you play for Jerry Richardson, too? You play in the NFL at all? <laughs> Let me find out. <laughs> Let me find out, Q. Uh, Q, yeah. what, would you, what yeah. would you do if you were a player currently on this team? Like, how do you think CP3 and Devin Booker are going to handle it? They played last night, obviously. Uh, I mean, that's that's the one thing that's a very, you know, both situations, even with the, with the Clippers situation. I, I'll be honest, man. Like, with the scenario being as it is, I would sit out. If, I, if I'm Chris Paul, I'm Devin Booker, and, I, and it's tough because, you know, we as players, we have we, we completely separate from whatever he's doing. We working and we trying to win and we, we playing for a season. But in this scenario, it's a little bit different than it was when it was with the Clippers and it was the playoffs and that was a little more urgency and it was a little different. But right now, early in the season, I sit out. I tell him I'm not playing until he's removed. If I really, if you know, they're closer to the situation than I am and they probably have a little better, a better beat on it. And if I felt that this was real, I would tell the NBA I'm not playing and I would encourage my teammates to not play until he's removed. I don't want to play for an owner like that. I don't want to be... Uh, representing a team who had who's owned by somebody like that, I, I don't want to be affiliated with that. But Q, what do you, what do you say or feel about the individuals that have said that they've never encountered his behavior? Steve Kerr, uh, the general manager. What, what, what do you say to them, or, or you know, your thoughts on that when they say, "Well, I ain't really," you know, he ain't really never exposed that to me. 
I mean, that, 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 that two things can be true. That can be true for some people. I mean, it depends on the, the extent of, of, of how exposed to this person you were. I mean, like I said, I played there for an entire season, and I, like I said, it was early, and I didn't, I didn't see any of that. So it, I believe it's totally possible for somebody to be there, you know, for a certain amount of time and not, not necessarily see or hear any of this. Because my first, I was only there, like I said, I was at 0405, which was pretty much his first or second year. I can't remember, but I heard none of this. Any of it, like you said, it was only one year. But yeah, I, I never heard an inkling of any of this. My year there. Mm-hmm. That's Quentin Richardson. Thank you, Quentin Richardson, for joining this conversation on the Goodyear Hotline. Keyshawn, co-host of the Knuckleheads podcast. Want to co-host slide that of the Knuckleheads podcast. podcast. Get that in, Keyshawn J. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Presented right, by Progressive. Just keep in mind, everybody. With Donald Sterling, there was a recording. Yes, but Adam Silver. This was his first big act as commissioner. And it wasn't just a slap on the wrist or even like a $10 million fine. He sent a strong message to his partners, who are the players in the league, that that's how we see you as partners. And if our business partners are not comfortable with the situation, if they are deeply offended, then we must remove it. It is interesting. If players take Quentin Richardson's point of view, what will happen with Sarver? And Max, I will say this. This is an opportunity for the NBA to differentiate themselves once again from the NFL. I I will say, when guys like Daniel Snyder, considering what's happening, it's still ownership of a team. It can't be there. His wife is there. This is a chance, once again, for the league to be like, we don't accept, we don't tolerate any of that behavior. The Packers will learn a lot about their future on Sunday. And uh, the question is, will they love it or list it? That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 8. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Or shake it. Shake it. Take it or shake it. All right. Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. It is time for Take It or Shake It. Evan, what you got? Yeah, Take It or Shake It brought to you by Granger. Jordan Love will beat the Chiefs on Sunday. Take it or shake it. 
Shake it. Shake it. Yeah, I don't think he'll beat the Chiefs. I think what will happen is he'll come out and he'll play a decent enough game to make people say, oh, this kid has something, I think, for the future, not replacing Aaron Rodgers immediately like everybody is thinking and hoping and praying for to create the offseason drama. I think he shows some flashes, but Kansas City is up against it. They have the Chargers down the line. They have the Raiders twice down the line. They see the Denver Broncos again. So when you start to look at that, they're in position to win the division. They cannot squander to a rookie, not a rookie quarterback, but a young quarterback who hasn't played in the NFL yet. As a person that likes interesting stories, I really want Jordan Love to get the win because then we get a chance to continue to talk about what's wrong with Kansas City and vice versa and opposite. And if issues don't work out between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love is kind of doing his thing, you're looking at that situation a lot differently. The most interesting thing would be Jordan Love balls out yes. and they got their next guy and all this. Oh, it's talk radio mana from heaven. But uh, Chiefs going to win this game. How bad are we? I'm rooting for storylines. Yeah. So bad. Why not? Odell Beckham Jr.'s next game will be with the Raiders. Take it or shake it. Mm. Take it! Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. To the house. Las Vegas Raiders, here we come. Number 13 is available. Or is it available? No, it's not available because the guy, uh, the slot guy has it. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro has 13. That's okay. He'll wear whatever is available. He just or wants maybe, to. Or maybe yeah. he gets 13. Yeah. Well, it'd be too late now because it's the middle of the yeah, season. Yeah, you got to right. wait till next year to do it. Year, yeah. But, of course, they need a guy like this to lift the coverage. He will be clearly their best wide receiver since Amari Cooper's young days with the Raiders. Mm. Speaking of taking it to the house, I wonder what the odds are that he goes to the Raiders. I think I would take that. I would shake it. I would think the Rams are the best place to win, but I thought of something else here, guys. If Odell's got a place in L.A., you want to get love in L.A., actually go to the Raiders. If you ball out with the Raiders, you'll get more love in L.A. than with the Rams or the Chargers. What else, Evan? Got to give love to a caller who called in earlier. We never got to him. Said the Ravens. How about Lamar and OBJ there? Nah, I pass. Same division. Mm. I pass. No, I like it. I I'll like pass. it. Yeah. I want to stay. They had a chance to sign Antonio Brown and decided not to. They could have got him on the cheap. Why are you passing? Get a chance to play Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I ain't passing, man. I'm passing for yeah, OBJ to go there. I ain't. I'm passing. <laughs> but when Antonio <laughs> Brown was. Do you have any influence here? Lamar. No, he said, he said Ray Vins. Yeah. Yes. I like Ravens. him on the Ravens. I, I, not Ray Durs. Ray Ravens. Ravens. I, heard I like the him on the Ravens. Yes. No, I'm I good. like him on the Ravens. I think you have Lamar Jackson as your MVP favorite. Yes, I like Lamar. So yeah. Lamar could like use a Lamar weapon, Key. I don't like Lamar with OBJ. Why not? I think what Key's because saying is Lamar's the number one target on that yeah, team. There no you go. There, there you go. Yes. But he there could use no. Nope. Not, not got a translator. All right, nope. let's stay with the Browns. Ba- Baker Mayfield has more pressure on him than any other quarterback for the rest of the season. Take it or shake it. Regular season? Regular season. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Yeah, I don't think he does. I don't think he has as, as much pressure as some of these other guys, like Matthew Stafford, has a lot of pressure because of what was given he wants to Wants the playoff start, but he's saying regular season. Regular season. Regular season. Regular That's season. why I, I got to agree with that. Stafford regular wants the playoff season. start, no doubt. But right now, regular season, who got more pressure than him? I'm trying to think. Carson Wentz, maybe? Ah, hmm. yeah, Wentz, maybe. Is a good, Wentz is a good one. Wentz or Baker, right? Who else is in that category? I mean, but we were talking about the Browns. Patrick Mahomes. I mean. He's right right now. He's Patrick right. Mahomes, yeah. As it turns out, yeah, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes does okay. have a lot of pressure So you got three, four guys. If but, I would have thought about this earlier. But, but Baker may have the most right now. But don't we always talk about the Kansas City Chiefs just being so depleted, how horrible their defense is? I feel like those things are out of 
Patrick Mahomes' control to a degree. Granted, well, the turnovers. I feel it's Arisa Baker. They have all the pieces. But Max yeah. Kellerman, all the pieces. Max Kellerman had Patrick Mahomes winning eight championships in two days, so it's pressure. Yeah. Almost did it. But before Dak got hurt, he was one of the MVP favorites. After this week's game against the Broncos, Dak Prescott will be the MVP favorite in the NFL. Take it or shake it. Take it. Yeah. yeah, I think I think after this weekend, after he torched the Denver Broncos, he'll climb right back up there because Aaron Rodgers jumped everybody when he beat the Arizona Cardinals. But since he did what he did in misleading everybody to believe that he was vaccinated, that lost a whole lot of points misleading. with the people that. Well, what did you want me to say? He just lied. Well, I think <laughs> I don't want to call the guy a liar. I think it's misled. I know what you mean, Jay. The spirit of it is lying, yeah. but yeah. technically it's misleading. Right. Jay, I don't want to call a guy a liar. liar. Okay, I mean like. Right, Molly? <laughs> Molly said he um, lied. I think it's going to be Matthew Stafford because one by one, Brady's coming off a loss. So they got a Lamar Jackson got beat by the Bengals. This one and that one. Aaron Rodgers, you mentioned. Mahomes won a lot and of picks. Mighty Mouse may not play. He's Ma- hurting. Right. Banged he's up. banged up. The sh- Meantime, Matthew Stafford leading the league in QBR, 22 and 4. They're about to beat the Titans. It's going to be Stafford, and I think. Meanwhile, you guys keep forgetting about the 44 year old who just continues to put no, up. No, he said Brady. Oh, you he, said he Brady. Just, he's Brady. coming off a he's, loss, so it gets a, against a divisional rival. Yeah. So right now, he loses he a, little a little bit. bit. Down, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Little bit, little bit. He's still leading the league in touchdowns and, and passing. All right, one up. more. Yeah. Mike White and Josh Johnson have combined to throw for 1,019 yards and eight touchdowns since Zach Wilson got hurt. Comparatively, Wilson threw for 1,168 yards and four touchdowns in six games this season. There's a quarterback controversy in New York. Take it or shake it. Take it. Take, Take it. it. One plays the first half. The other plays the second half. I mean, the, by the way, there's a quarterback controversy in New York. Evan, we're on in New York. You're a Jets fan. You know, you just did it. You created the kind like, you know, like you just put but, a name on it. But remember. My controversy is different. My controversy is, should Mike White have been starting since All the along. beginning? It's a legitimate. You know why I think it's actually an interesting point? Mike White looks good to me. He so what if, good. They, what, if they, what if they never drafted Zach Wilson and they just worked out Mike White and then just said, oh, this is the guy. This is the guy. Oh, it takes so much confidence to be to trust yourself when the pedigree's not there. So much confidence. But Mike White played in college too. His film looks good. Yeah, well, but what if you he just kept that? Sam Darnold in at Mike White? Sam Darnold and Mike White. Not a bad little quarterback. What? That's, ta- right. that's Take It or Shake It. It's brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. And uh, which team currently not in the playoffs right now will make the postseason? Dr. Pepper, call in line. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Big NFL weekend as always. I wonder if, I wonder if Odell is watching Rams and Titans, watching Raiders at Giants, like surveying the landscape this weekend and thinking, all right, who do I want to mess with? Oh, of course you do. All day long. It's a party I, I, remember, I remember when I was get, thinking about getting traded, I was like, I was watching all. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's going to fit. That's think about it, too, Keith. You're sitting at the crib, you're <laughs> yeah. relaxed. Seems like, yeah, yeah, I'm a free agent now. You don't think Tom Brady sat back to in his last season and was looking at the Buccaneers and going, yeah, okay, they got that piece and that piece. Yeah, if they had this piece, then it looks no good. doubt, no doubt. Here's what you think for for him just having the power of saying, for the first time in my career, eight years, I can choose where well, I want to be and who can, I want to play with. It's tricky. It's not as to a easy degree. as that, right? Because he has to clear the waiver wire. If he does clear the waiver wire, then he can pick and choose. Yeah. I don't think he gets to clear the waiver wire. What I think he has to do with his representatives is tell the teams that have the, the, the top choices on the waiver wire, I don't want to play for y'all. Like, I don't want to. He's got to tell those teams. Do what they did, what they did with AD up. with the Celtics. Hey, he's yeah. not going to sign here. Yeah, I'm he's not going to resign here. I don't yeah. want to be yeah. here. Yeah. He's not. But, but okay, so I'm looking at the Raiders. That's crazy they, in other words. So the Raiders mm-hmm. can't go into Giants, to Giants and, and, and the defense makes Derek Carr look bad. Like, this is the wrong week to, for that to happen. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. But I, the more but I then the, even if he did, I can always use as a Raiders an excuse and say, well, he, we need you. Exactly. Any chance you'd ever go back to the Giants, Keith? Less options. Huh? Any chance you'd ever go back to the Giants, Odell? I think, I think you could go back to the Giants if the people are not in the building that you had bad blood, which was his Dave Gettleman to start with. I don't think Joe Judge situation. Joe Judge wasn't there. I don't think the ownership group would be a problem. I don't I, think. I think Steve Tisch loved him. I think John Mara was whatever with him. Remember, they just paid him. Yeah. Prior to that letting was was to weird. trade him, so I think if Dave Gettleman's gone. Then OBJ eyeballs opens back up and be like, yeah, I can go rock back in New but, York. But then you're going from Baker Mayfield to Daniel Jones. and I, I, But Daniel I, Jones might be better than Baker Mayfield I, with but, OBJ. But when I'm looking at things Same like bucket, Matthew though. Stafford or Same Derek bucket, Carr yeah. or Patrick Mahomes, I'm like, I'm not thinking about the Daniel Jones. Think, yeah, I'm with no you, offense. though, on that. I'm just – Max asked the question. Uh, is it possible? Is it yeah. – would you – I'm like, yeah. The more yeah, I look at the Raiders, unlikely. the more I look at the Raiders, I think the Rams – I think they get – I think the Rams could win the Super Bowl anyway, but – but the Raiders, Ruggs obviously is gone. They need a number one wideout. That's they Odell. They have Renfro. They have Waller. They had Ruggs. He'd be the number one option. And he'd be the number one yeah. option. Now, now, you're in Vegas, warm weather, nice, the whole thing. You're a hop, skip, and a jump from L.A. where Odell has a place. But more than that, you get more love in L.A. for winning with the Raiders than you do for the Rams or the Chargers. Yeah. You get more he love in L.A. He fan base that will Raider, embrace you. He has a Raider mentality. Is, and he can fit with the Rams, too. But he has a Raider mentality, which means, like, I'm always the bad guy, no matter what the yes. situation is. Ooh. He could be Odell. He can get back to the, to the blonde hair. Earrings. He could do the earrings. The Rams, the he would hair. be at best the number two option because Cooper Cup is balling well, out yeah, of control but the, right the now. Great thing about, the great thing about 
the Rams and Sean McVay is Sean McVay knows how to put He'll you in a position yeah. to make some plays. <clears throat> and making plays make you always feel good. Yeah. You feel good. Deshaun Jackson's problem was he stopped making plays because they stopped putting him in position. He was like, man, I can do this at home. And when, when he was bombing dudes early in the season, he was like, yeah, I want to be a Ram. But then they but got Odell's away from a more that. versatile receiver yes. than, than Deshaun anyway. Yeah. You do a lot of stuff with him. It would be great, but I don't think the Rams are going to go down that road. I think the Raiders make the most sense all the way around in Kansas City. Oh, Kansas. I just like there's something. Look, the idea of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Odell Beckham Jr. Now, all of a sudden, you look at McCall Hardman, you go, ooh, mm-hmm. the number four, four receiving option? That's a whole other story. Patrick Mahomes will be just all over <laughs> Patrick, the place. How, like, what, like, what, what were you, y'all saying about me before? Yeah, and even Odell's a type of receiver, a little five-yard pass. He could take it to the house. And you, t- and you think about another place that is, is perfect for him are the Chargers. The Chargers would be perfect with Keenan Allen and, and Mike Williams, and then you slide OBJ in there. I don't think he'd have now, any Justin problem with Herbert. Justin Herbert. Oh, hell no. Mm, no. Justin Herbert will get it done. Yeah, because he's a baller. Justin Herbert's got crazy And then the New England Patriots is there, but do you want to – like, I, I don't think – the one thing that – the one <laughs> thing I know that would happen off the bat if he was to go to New England, oh, his his, his antics, oh, his hair. Why are we, be you just saw what they did. You saw what they did with Cam. Yeah, just You don't want to go there and experience that. No, you don't want to be dealing with that. Stafford, Carr. I don't think as much as – I think Stafford is a – I, Stafford to me is in a different bucket than Carr, but Carr is the top of the next bucket. I don't know if you're asking me to rank all these three. I mean, I would go, I would go Raiders one, Kansas City two, and Rams. I would go as yes, as our three. our uh, general manager inside and Mike Tannenbaum would say, "There's no taxes in Vegas. There's no taxes." There's <laughs> I'm just no trying tax to think thing. like you know what would fix it more than anything else if Odell went somewhere and won a Super Bowl right away. Talk about that feeling. And I look at the Rams. I, just, I think the Rams could win a Super Bowl without him, maybe. But now you put Odell on that Rams offense. Oh, and with McVay and everything it's they got. like the Antonio Brown situation. Yeah. He goes and plays well enough, they win a Super Bowl. You don't hear anybody ever talking mm-hmm. about AB oh, no more. Nope. It's gone. It's gone. Bye-bye. All the problems gone. Just magically wiped <laughs> away. If Odell won a, won a Super Bowl. And if, if the quickest way to fix everything is to win a Super Bowl, then I'd say go to the Rams. To me, that like there's a Super Bowl waiting for you there if you go there. OBJ, get your money. What y'all doing this weekend? Field. We all going to the UFC fight? Say, man, don't tell everybody what I'm doing. Stop. Yeah, UFC, no I'm going. doubt. I'm going. You, you're calling it, right? I will right. be there. I'm going. UFC, Kamaru Usman. I'm, no I'm here at the in. UFC. Want to go to the Giants game on Sunday? I can't That's do a Sunday. I need, yeah, family time. Yeah. <sighs> That's the thing. You sacrifice And then the I miss time. all the other games. When I go to one game, it just. No, but. The Giants are playing. You can do like I did. Leave early. <laughs> that's so, that's, there's no need for that. <laughs> all right. Greeny's coming right up. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Your smart speakers enjoy your weekend. We'll see you Monday morning. Perf. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast.